Hey, hello. We are back. Another episode of Idiot Sticks. I'm Brendan. I will be Brad today. Brad, oh. uh, I think you've got some good stories today. Um, yeah, I got a couple good things going on. So, first of all, um, I think this episode come. I don't know whenever the date is, but I think your wife's having a birthday. Yep. So when this comes out uh, on June the thirtieth, that would be my lovely bride's birthday. So happy birthday, Amanda! Yeah, she's uh, significantly younger than you. I, I don't know about all that. Yeah, but she's it's a, uh, she's a young buck. A birthday, nonetheless. Anyway, happy birthday, Amanda! Happy it rolled around again. Love you very much. Happy birthday! And then um, another snippet of good news. Some exciting news. It is coming exciting. from Idiot Sticks. Everybody, pay attention. Um, so we talked about our kids, family. I have three kids. You have two kids. Um, Amanda married in. Uh, so she's a bonus mom who is amazing. She's outstanding. Loves my kids to death and they love her back. They sure do. My kids love her. Um, it is amazing. And, uh, Amanda will be a mother of her own. Who's the lucky man? Um, I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. We hadn't gotten that far, so we'll, we'll find that out. But. She is, uh, she's going to be a mother. So we will have four, uh, Sansoms on my side running around another idiot stick. How about that? Wow. So I'm super pumped for Amanda. I'm, I'm a nervous wreck at, at my age. And, and by the time this comes out, so I I remember, you know, when Joe was on, we kind of talked a little bit before the podcast and he went into his, he's got some older kids and then he had another one in his forties. Right. Um, and I was like, Man, I couldn't imagine. Well, Joe, I hope you're happy. Brad has joined the club. I'm I'm in the uh, the 40s club of of being a, a new dad, or I guess a another dad. I tell you what would be a great way to celebrate you and Joe get on that log flume. Oh, but you what are you talking about? Is that already in the works? Why shouldn't we? No, you already. Actually, uh, at the time of this recording, have not talked to Joe. Um, but we're going to, when this releases, we're ready to tell everybody and, and we're super pumped. So yeah. congratulations, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate I'm it. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thank you very much. So with that news, we were at, um, in Florida or yeah, in Alabama, Orange Beach, I had to go through Florida. Jack's had a ball tournament, but anyway, we, um, ordered a couple of shirts. We want to tell our, or my kids first, we call them our kids, um, about the good news. So we ordered a couple of shirts, um, for us, but we also ordered Jax a shirt. Um, Stella and Jax are twins, but Stella came two minutes before Jax, and she makes it well known. She's the big sister. That she is the big sister, um, and he's the baby of the bunch. So, and I, I wanted to do something for both of them, and Amanda said, nope. Stella wears them out. He needs to be the center of attention for this. Good. So, <clears throat> we get down. She went down the day before. It was a, a weekend cheer event for the girls, and I had Jax had a baseball game. So we ordered a shirt for Jax that said promoted to Big Brother. All right. So him and I get down there, and we're, they want to go to the beach. We're, we're kind of hanging out, but we want to go eat, and it's, it's fairly quick because I get there on a Saturday, and Amanda actually has to fly out to North Carolina for work, um, which will put her – Close to her family, and I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. But y'all travel all the time for these kids too. We do. We're every weekend you don't have them. It seems like you're somewhere constant doing yeah. something with and, cheer or baseball. And or it's um, you know during baseball season, I'm down in Andalusia. We do cheer, and we're actually going to to Disney. And I'm, I'm sure I have a story about that. But for Gracie's cheer, they made it to the Nationals, um, so she gets to cheer down at Disney World. World. Yeah, Disney World. Um, 
So congratulations, Gracie, for that. That's awesome. You know there's mice down there. I don't care for mice. Um, I think you've put it on record very yeah. well. If it was up to you, they'd all be underneath clothes baskets. I won't go back. For somebody else to, to <laughs> tend to. Um, anyway, Jack's got him a shirt. So we go in there, and he, he's so funny. Uh, we get back. I say, hey, get get a shower, all that. You had a game hey, today. Funny, yeah. Um, I said, I, I got some clothes for you. So, of course, he, he's my son, and he gets out of the shower, and he walks around in his underwear. I said, hey, we're going to go eat. Let's let's get dressed, but I, I got a shirt for you to put on. And he puts it on, and him and I walk out. So He didn't even look at it, I bet. No, he wouldn't, we wouldn't pay any Just, attention. So, and Probably inside out. Gracie's friend Colby was there. So Amanda was sitting in a chair, Gracie and Colby on the couch, and Stella was sitting at the, the table at the, the place we were at. Nobody, the kids didn't know yet. No, no. We were going to let the shirt announce gotcha. it. So we walk out, and everybody, you know, we're talking about whatever. And Colby, of all people, Gracie's best friend, she said, are you pregnant? And Jax. nobody really noticed i mean nobody really heard her i don't think i I, just, I got it on video and i'll post it as well and gracie picked up on it and the her face when she looked at amanda was priceless i got video a couple of pictures she was just kind of in awe and we kept bumbling back and forth and gracie couldn't say anything she was she was so surprised and just you can see it on her face cool. it was amazing and you hear colby talking and then we got to giggling and stella bless her heart so Everybody talks about how big Jax is. Not not fat, but he's tall for his age. Yeah. He's about to be nine. He he looks like Solid. he's twelve. Honestly, he's five four now. Almost or not? I'm sorry. He's whoa. <laughs> he's four ten, almost four eleven. He's he's just a big kid. Yeah. He, he's tall, slender, pretty strong. And you hear Stella in the video. She's like, "Are y'all making fun of him because he's so big?" That's why it says big brother because she didn't really read the shirt. Yeah. And then it kind of came in, and everybody's super excited. We everybody was pumped up, and Jax was fired up, man. They couldn't believe it, and we went out to eat. It, it was great, and came back, and Jax and Stella they got on my iPad and they started making this thing for baby names. They were doing all this stuff. They were they were super pumped. That's up. cool. Um, so it was awesome. So it was really quick turnaround. I said Amanda was leaving that Sunday to go to North Carolina for work, and she was already going to stay with her folks. Um, you FaceTime you FaceTimed us. We did that, that we Saturday night that Saturday. Before y'all going to dinner or something. And um we did. Make sure y'all knew we want to tell family first. Uh get all that out of the way. And as soon as it came on, I saw Jax's shirt. Yeah, and you, you saw I it knew I knew what it meant, but I was messing around with Jax. Like, I don't know what's going on. What are y'all talking about? I can right. hear Gracie in the background saying, Amanda's pregnant. Oh yeah. Come yeah. on, you gotta get with it. And yeah. Jax just standing there looking so confused because I didn't know what was going yeah, on. Yeah, he, he he's so funny. So we we get all that and it, we knew she was going to North Carolina and we were talking about it. Hey, do we need to get flights or whatever for me? And I said, well, let's just wait because the Thursday before that weekend, we went to the beach to tell the kids we had the first ultrasound and did all that. We wanted to verify first before we said anything to anybody. Oh, by the, and by the way, the week before we all That's spent spring, spring break, break together right. at and we the lake to, for had to five fake, days. I had to fake and, making Amanda drinks. And, yeah, and, all and then um, that while we were at the lake, they were like, oh, y'all should come down to the beach next weekend. Y'all should really come down to the beach next we weekend. We did push that. And we were like, and eh. Jennifer was going for some weird reason to the same place. Yeah, Jennifer was coming Sunday, and she's like, ah, oh, maybe I could come down a little early. And, and then, of course, after you told us that 
that next weekend that she was yeah. pregnant. And I was like, I mean, you could have told us the lake. And he was like, we tried to get you to come down here. Yeah, and <laughs> But you, you know, didn't tell us why. So we I just like, we wanted to get the ultrasound first, and yeah, you know, we fine. did the the test and all that. But so at that point in time, she already booked all of her stuff right. to go, and I wanted to wait until we had the ultrasound. So I didn't book anything until Thursday. So and this is the first time a man has been pregnant. So y'all were like, yes. I'm, we're both going to go up there. We don't want to tell them over well, the phone." And I told her, I said, "I'll do whatever you want, if, yeah, because you're going to be there anyway. If you want to FaceTime, she's like, "No, I want you there." And I said, "Absolutely, I'll be there. I'll do everything I can." And to get in such short notice, right? Because she don't want to give it away. You know, she told her her brother um, and sister in law, Cole and, and his wife, because she, I think she told Melissa first because she wanted to get the vitamins and all that. So she had told them kind of when it first happened. That's Cole's wife? Yes. To get whatever. First time, she really didn't want to tell anybody. They knew, weren't going to say anything. So to get the family all in the same place at the same time right. in such short notice was kind of a mess. But he already knew, so he kind of helped with that. So he was kind of helping. We were going to go to Amanda's mom's um, place in Raleigh. So once we figured that out, I ordered shirts for us two. So my shirt said, we're pregnant, but mostly her. And then her (laughs) shirt said, uh, mom to be 2022, whatever. So to make all this work, I flew in. Her shirt said, I'm having this idiot's baby. Right. Um (laughs) So to make it all work, I had to fly in really late on Sunday because I had the girls cheer in Orange Beach, which is South Alabama. So you had to get them home on or, Sunday. Yeah. And the awards were at like one fifteen. I was like, I'm, I have to stay for that. It's the last time. I want to see what they do. Um, so anyway, you're going to Raleigh. You're going to meet Amanda. And uh, at some point, not that night, but right, right. Monday, well, you're going to go. Yep. So Monday's the day we're we're going to all meet. So it's a brunch. So now you have a travel itinerary. I got it. So I got my flight booked. I leave Montgomery at everything went perfectly, like six o'clock. Um, no, 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 it, no. Didn't. it doesn't. It doesn't hmm. work at all. So it's unusual. Leaving Orange Beach, um, I have Colby, mind you. So I got to get her back to Prattville before I get on the flight and. They they begged to do us. Okay, that's fine. But Gracie, I want you to ride with us, and then we can meet your mom closer to the exit, y'all's mom's exit. So we do that. I get a text from their mom. We leave all at the same time, and <laughs> driving all over Alabama. Right. Their mom's got the twins and and all that, and they're just going to meet us, which is nice for. Appreciate that. Meanwhile, you got a flight to catch. And I do have a flight <laughs> to catch. So I get a text about twenty minutes into the drive. We're still at the drive thru getting something to eat. Who? Buffy and, and oh, the you. twins. Okay. So I'm like, okay, we got a little bit of time. and I They're coming to meet Gra- to get Grace. Right, up the interstate, so Grace can spend as much time with right. Kobe as possible. Um, I did get to go to Bucky's for the first time. I, I would never Never been to Bucky's. Good for you. Um, made me super nervous, really crowded. Anyway, so I get to the airport, no big deal, drop Colby off. I'm there. Um, I literally have a backpack with a change of clothes in it. The Montgomery... Regional, regional airport. That's right. what they call it. There's uh, there's Danley five, Field still? Five gates. Still yep. Danley? Yes. And gate one and two are where you load from the tarmac, and that's where I was positioned to to get on the plane. So Of course. Everything, oddly enough, went smooth um, at in Montgomery. And Amanda, so I'm not landing in Raleigh until 11.30 p.m. You had to go to Atlanta? Eastern time. Uh, was on, yes, I was on Delta. Had to. No, no late flights, which was awesome. And Amanda was like, Hey, you know, do you want me to come get you? Whatever. I said, Nope, I, I don't want anybody to know. 
I'll take a taxi, whatever. She's like, well, get Lyft, not Uber, because it's a little bit cheaper and it's pretty easy, whatever. So as I'm sitting in Montgomery, I download the Lyft app. Um, and she booked me a hotel under her Hilton thing. She had some points. Okay. She's like, well, download the Hilton app. And you she can was actually, already at her parents. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they had no idea I'm coming. Right. And she said, well, you can get a digital key on the app and you don't even have, she was like, it's perfect for you because you don't have to talk to anybody. I've already checked you in. All you got to do is walk in, go up to your room and put your phone up against the door and unlock the door. You don't have to speak to a soul. So she, and mind you, thought, I, I don't like apps. First of all, <laughs> I, I'm not, you can go through my phone. I have, but you also minimal. don't like interaction with people sure so i'm in so she's i'm gonna give lesser of two evils app so give it a shot she's like all right i've checked you in download the app log in under this your digital key will be there boom put your phone to the door so i'm still in montgomery and i download the app and there's no digital key she's like don't worry about it i'll i'll handle it while you'll be there whatever so get to atlanta get to the gate no that's the worst thing anybody can say to us no no big deal about it no big deal at all Except when I get to Atlanta, it's fairly late because um, I'm leaving at 6.30, which is 7.30 Atlanta time. Right. But I get there at like 8.30 because it's a sure. I mean, hot, yeah. hop, skip, and a jump, 45-minute flight. Right. However, on Sunday, apparently restaurants are closed and I haven't eaten. In the airport? Yeah. They, they're, the airport literally looks like it's shut down. And I'm thinking, does nobody fly on – Sundays <laughs> yeah, um, through the the third busiest airport in, on that. the planet, so it's 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 all shut down. I thought it was probably the, I thought I think it's the busiest. Is it? Is it yeah, finally? Creeped? I think so because it was one in China or somewhere that was supposed to be Singapore. Or some I, some I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty sure it is the busiest hub in the United States now. Oh, oh in the U.S. Yes, yeah. I was saying worldwide. Right. I think they're like in the top five. Absolutely, super busy, and it was it was crowded. It was really crowded on Sunday when I got there. But good and, thing nobody's hungry. But And my flight didn't leave until like 10. Ugh. And oddly enough, the flight was packed, completely full. <laughs> Not sure why everybody's wanting to go to Raleigh. And it's it's one of those, it's the bigger plane, the 757, with three seats on either side. Yeah. So it's a big plane, and it's completely full. Full. Absolutely yeah. full. So everything's going smooth until then. I'm so thinking, you hadn't eaten. No, I haven't eaten. Okay. Um, I try to eat. When I get off the plane, I, I I noticed that all these stores were closing. So I go into one of the, I don't like the Hudson News type places right. so just to get a, a, a drink and a snack, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and it's 10 minutes before they're supposed to close. And I walk in, she's like, we're closed. I said, well, your your gate's open and I still got 10 minutes. Like, and and we're closed. And you're behind the register. Yeah, we're closed. I said, that, Really? Yeah, we're we're closed. Okay, so but, but you're open. Keep going. <laughs> Nothing. So I just have to go to these vending machines and get get whatever I can get. Funny to, thing is, you're open to eat. Right? It, you are. I walked in here. You're here, and I, I and get, I'm here. You got to get the other people out. But as I'm there, people are walking in. She's like, "We're closed. We're closed. We're closed." You're not. Okay, uh, but they just want to get out of there anyway. So I think I all right. That's fine. I can get a drink out of You'll get those machine. peanuts. That's on the basically what I was going to get anyway. It's yeah. just a drink right. and some snack gummies or something to, to satisfy me and not have to wear my mask at the time. It was still mm-hmm. mandatory. Um, so, okay, perfect. So, loading up on the plane from Raleigh to, I mean, from Atlanta to Raleigh, right. um, get on there, no issues loading until 
I get back to where my seat is and I'm trying to get situated, but the guy across from me apparently is in the wrong seat. So that starts a barrage of people moving. But Delta is just, you buy your ticket, you get a seat. It's not Southwest is. Yeah, but you're still in the number thing on Southwest. But I know, I know, but you're, but on Delta or the other airlines, you get a row and a seat, and you know exactly right. where you're going. Just like at a ball game. So if, this if is you're, where you sit. If you're present and at the airport, you you have that seat. But Unless, some of course, they overbook. don't understand the letters and the things, and they get confused. Right. Well, I think it was one of those things where he was sitting in somebody else's seat because they want to sit next to one another. So this started a domino effect of about six people having to get up and move to get to the correct seat because somebody just couldn't handle sitting in the middle or whatever. And it's not a long flight. I don't like sitting in the middle either, but I'm bigger. So, but there's plenty of room in the air, in the airline aisle to, for people to move around. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can move and do all yeah, kinds of turn stuff. Turn around with your backpack. Hitting. You literally have to walk sideways to get down the aisle. <laughs> and now it's, I mean, it's piled in just everybody moving seats. Absolutely piled in. People are moving all over. They look like ants. Trying to find the right seat, and I, everybody's up and down. Meanwhile, doing whatever. your blood pressure is. I'm beep, I'm trying because I'm I'm lucky. I've been traveling now for about three and a half hours, and nothing major's happened. Major, other than you haven't whatever. eaten right. Had water and some gummies, <laughs> um, and not the good ones if you don't. So anyway, so we get there, we're we're ready to go, um, take off, no big deal. We land. It's perfect. I got the lift app. I'm logged in. I've done all of it. I click, hey, I'm ready to get picked up at the Raleigh airport. And it says 11 minutes. I'm like, okay, not a big deal. And I don't have any luggage. I literally have a backpack right. with a change of clothes. So I'm walk out, out the door in and out right there. Cause I'm only there for about 18 hours. Then I got to come back and go to work. Elrod will be there in his white Prius and yeah. five. So minutes. I hit it. Boom. Be there in 11 minutes. And then I keep looking at it and it says finding a driver. So I know on Uber, when you do it, I've, I've been around a man and when she does it, I don't, like I said, I don't do apps. First, I'm, it'll tell you they're finding a driver and then it'll tell you when they're going to arrive. Apparently. Right. But when I first logged in, it said 11 minutes away and I clicked on that one mm-hmm. and then it said finding a driver. And then it, it kept saying 12 minutes, uh, 15 minutes, and then goes back to finding a driver. So, I don't know anything about these apps. Are there a no million what, people sitting outside mean. the Raleigh airport waiting on a lift? You'd be surprised at 1130. Well, the problem is uh, with Lyft, you got to request it first. So they tell you, even with Uber, don't just get in the car. It could be fake, whatever. You need to request it and know the car. And oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a section for it. So I, I walk down there and I, there's nothing. But I see other cars coming through, Uber and all that. So after about 20 minutes, now we're easing up on about 11.50, I decide... That's past your bedtime. I can't I can't wait any longer. So I asked the guys, hey, where's the taxi pickup? He said, it's down on number one, down there. So I got down number one, and there's about 15 people waiting for a taxi. No taxis? And taxis come about every five minutes. I mean, what world are we living in these days? And well, Raleigh is not your your major town, but right? it's still an airport. It is like in Birmingham, but it's eleven fifty and yeah, on right. a Sunday. I know, but and it's, it's ridiculous. But 
surely they but it's have, not the first Sunday that this has been busy. Right, you got it. You're absolutely right. So about twelve twenty. It's Easter Sunday though. So is that right? Uh, nope. Was this before last? that? Nope. It was uh, a couple weeks. Was, yeah. Okay. So about twelve twenty, I'm in line to get a a cab, and I tell him where I'm going. He's like, Ah, we normally don't go downtown. They just normally do. I said, Sir, I will. I will pay you fifty dollars out of pocket to take me to. I've downtown never heard a cab driver say we don't go there to downtown Raleigh. I mean, I, I've why wouldn't you? You could charge an arm and a leg, sure. And there, people are going to pay for it because obviously Lyft doesn't work. You could pay. You could charge them a hundred hundred dollars flat rate, and they have to do it. If not, you're going to stand outside the airport from now on. I mean, I don't know what the responsibility of a cab driver has as far as his cab goes. Maybe he pays for all his own gas. Oh, he went in all that about how much they I'm make sure. gas oh, money, sure. whatever. And I'm so excited that it's twelve twenty, and I really want to hear about his problems. Right. So I'm I'm back there. I, I don't say anything. Um, You're working, right? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm willing gonna to pay, pay you. I'll pay you whatever you want. Right. You could have said two hundred bucks, and I said have at it. Yeah. You. I got it. Um. He didn't charge all the extra, but I did give him a good tip. He whatever. So I get to the hotel and the this Hilton app that Amanda requested me to download because keys it's, ready for you. Uh, no, nah, it's not on the phone. Hmm. So I have to go to the desk. Um. But fine, because the front door is at the desk anyway. Whatever. And she's like, yeah, your, your wife called. We couldn't get the thing to work, whatever. I was like, eh, that's fine. She's like, well, can I give you anything for your troubles, a bottle of water? I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm good. I don't, whatever. I'm fine. So I go, go up to the room, and, and this um, Hilton is right across the street from um, Amanda's mom's condo. So okay. right next door. Literally walk across, go up the elevator, and we're there. So that we were going to meet. I was going to meet Cole at the- That's where her and Larry live in the condo. Yes, right okay. across the street. Um and if you live in those condos, actually, not part of the story, but you get access to the Hilton pool. So if you want to go there, you can do all that and swim indoors and whatever. If you live in the condo, do you get a virtual key? Uh, I, I doubt it. Works. I doubt it. Um, so I go to my room. It's, it's quite a trek. It's up a hallway. 1 a.m. Take a left. Yep. And it, mind you, it's Sunday. I guess now it's Monday morning. Right. Um, Would you have a flight out on Monday morning? Uh I, my, I mean, flight, on Monday. my flight out's at like 2.30 on, <laughs> on Monday. Monday. Very quick turnaround. 12 more hours. And my my boss was gracious enough to let me work from home uh, so I wouldn't have to take a vacation. I did tell her beforehand kind of what we were doing, and she was pumped, big in the family, which is great. She's like, yeah, don't don't take a day off. Just do what you got to do in the morning and, right. and do your thing. So I did. So that means I got to get up about 8. So you got the credit card key. You're in the room. So I'm in the room, and I, I hear the – and I'm like, what is that? So I open up the window, and there is a bar right next to my window. And it's Sunday You're night. You're on the first floor? I'm on the fifth floor. <laughs> it's Sunday night, and I can feel the bass in my chest from from this bar. And I'm thinking, what? good. What? Time to have some fun. Right. Yeah. If, <laughs> if I wasn't extremely sleepy and got up at the butt crack to, to drive all, <laughs> literally... Wasn't. Four I drove hours from, past my bedtime. Drove from Andalusia, two hours to to Orange Beach, and then three hours from Orange Beach to the airport, and then traveled right. another five hours. I I would have loved to have gone, but this hotel room was so gracious that they supplied earplugs. Oh, good! They were on the desk. They in knew my, in my room. Good earplugs. Mm-hmm. So 
the music didn't stop. I, I fell asleep long enough, or I was tired enough. I fell asleep. I didn't use earplugs. I, I was just tired. But earplugs don't stop the bass. Not really. No. Um, so I get in bed, cut on the TV, and ironically, uh, it's on the Weather Channel, which is fine. But <laughs> the documentary that's on is Why Planes Crash. Oh. And so, you got a plane flight in a few hours. I couldn't help it. So I didn't go to sleep until t- I had to watch it. I'm like, oh, when's yeah. the last one that crashed? What happened? Yeah. And the merit, what, what are we doing? Whatever. Anything about Raleigh airport. So, so <laughs> all that's done. Right. So next morning, get up, I'm working, we're fired up. We're going to do this thing. Um, Cole has my t-shirt cause I had it delivered to him. What time, what's the plan to get to the, so the plan house? is to meet at 10 AM. They're going to do a brunch. So, so you get up, work a little bit. Uh, yep. Get up, work. And when we're, telling all the good news so it's at her mom's house uh randall we call her g2 she's there larry's there uh her sister alex came and then okay. cole and all that so it's most of everybody um alex's husband couldn't make it for some reason but so anyway we got the plan so they know you're coming just cole and Melinda, no, nobody else knows but the, the rest of the family has decided they're just gonna have a brunch we're just gonna do a brunch because amanda took off to hang out because right. she had to work tuesday wednesday right. like real work. y'all got it all worked out yep and so the plan was we're we're going to come in and Amanda was going to take off her hoodie and have her mommy shirt on whatever. I said no, come out and get me. Just say you got a phone call or something or whatever, right? So we get there and apparently Melissa made her two little girls a shirt that says "Big Cousin" or you know something cute so we can all do whatever. So we I go in and her mom G two is she's like oh my gosh I can't believe you're here. And she looks at one of uh, our niece's shirts, and she immediately says, oh, well, that must be a hand-me-down for Monica from her kids. But you're wearing the shirt we're that both says we're we, pregnant. We both have it on now. Her. And she, she hadn't noticed our shirts. And then in the video, you'll hear somebody in the background say, well, look at their shirts. I think it was Cole. Well, she's holding um, Cole's youngest, right. and she sees the shirt and literally almost drops her. Like, <laughs> she, she slides like eight inches down her side. Everybody's pumped up. No big deal. It, it's fantastic. So only there for a little bit, and I got to turn around and go home, which means I have to travel yet again. Right. So get to Raleigh. No big deal. Um, Did you take the cab or the lift? Uh, Amanda took me, so she, uh-huh. she rented a car. <laughs> we interrupt this podcast to bring you Brad's Beefs. Where's the beef? I can't stand it. So while we're talking about traveling, if – you mentioned earlier, if you have a ticket on Delta or American Airlines or most airlines, you have a seat. Right. So when you're sitting around the terminal and you hear, well, we're getting ready to board flight one, two, three, four, you, everybody didn't have to stand up. You, oh, you, I, you have a ticket. I thought that's what that meant. Everybody in that terminal stood up. Run to the gate. The entire time. They just stand up. It doesn't matter if their thing is called, whatever. They just stand there. And the problem is they don't move the entire time that they're there. So they say, you know, people that have needs, come on, first class. Right. 100% of the time, it's the same procedure. People in zone five are standing right next to the blasted counter. (laughs) So people that do this, if you listen to this podcast, I apologize for calling you out. Sit down. Yes. Until they call out your name, please. That was a rant called Brad's Beefs. Where's the beef? So anyway, at the airport, 
getting loaded up, get to get back to Atlanta. No big deal. Um, but now it's Monday. Um, and the Atlanta airport is pretty crowded on Monday. A lot of people go through Atlanta, obviously with Delta, um, busiest airport in the United States. Right. Pretty sweet. So of course I'm hungry. Uh, I'm a big guy. I'm starving. So I look for one of the, you know, easiest places to go. And I, I see a Wendy's. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go to Wendy's. So I'm in line. There's probably 12 people in front of me. They got a decent system. You order and then go back around these things and then get back in line to pick up your order. Okay. So it seems, cause it's a small area. It seems pretty good. So I get up there to order. I'm like, Hey, I'll, I'll have the, the double stack, the number, number two, whatever, whatever I got. We don't, we don't have that. All right. I'll take the chicken nuggets. We don't have that. What do you have? All we have is a chicken sandwich. But then I, I will apparently have that. That's all they have. That's it. Well, then why not just tell me that? Right. I mean, they have fries and their fries are good, but why not post a sign or the person taking the order? Don't say, Hey, how can I help you? Say, uh, we'd rather you go through the entire menu. I'm sorry. We only have the chicken sandwich. Do you want it? Until you get to the point where you're so disgusted, you ask them exactly what they right, have. Right. What, what do you have? So how I'm denying long, twice. How long would it take for me to get through the menu? Before but how you... quick could that line go? If they just said, Hey, we just have the chicken sandwich. Sorry. Okay. Everybody fine. in this line want a chicken sandwich. If you don't go somewhere else. Right. That That's, <laughs> that's fine. No big deal. It's that's not hard. No, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> So I didn't want the chicken sandwich and I had plenty of time. So I, I got down to where the thing was and I'm like, I'm just going to dip into this restaurant. I, I got about an hour. I'll just get a, a quick sandwich. So I go in. Um, I don't really, there's a lot of people in there, but I don't see any waitresses, waiters walking around and I get to the table and there's a QR code that said scan and you do your order, whatever. COVID. I don't care for, again, we talked about mm. technology. I hate it. So I scanned it and this thing came up and I hit it and it said table not available. Okay. So there's a table next to me. What does that mean? I scan that one. It says table not available. And there's a woman two tables down and she's like, I can't get mine to work. I said, well, I, I can't either. And I don't see a waitress for days. And then the, there's the people in the booth across from us. They were like, it took us 40 minutes to get somebody to come over here. Because we didn't read the directions about the code. And I said, well, I, I read the directions, but it's not working. So I finally see somebody. I said, ma'am, this code's not working. She's like, yeah, I haven't released the table. I said, well, can you do that? <laughs> so she did. And I, I was able to order whatever. But the problem is they don't come back. So you have to order your food, drink. All whatever. on your phone? Yes. You don't see them? No. And if you no. hadn't have caught her... Right. No tables getting I'd released. Have, I just sat there like those poor people in front of me did for 30 minutes waiting on somebody to come by Pace only maker. to tell them they had to, to do the QR code. <laughs> so get that done, whatever. We're, we're boarding a plane. I'm, I'm ready to get back to Montgomery. I'm, I'm agitated at this point. I can't stand it. So I, I get the, the aisle seat. There's only two rows on the left side. And I see a gentleman that's about 6'5". 250 easing down the aisle. And I said, that that's me. Yep. Coming right to sit beside you. And before that, so in the smaller planes, um, the jump planes, I'll, I'll call them the overhead space is super minimal. Mm -hmm. So they tell you at the gate, if you have rolling luggage, you need to do the check where they put it underneath and then give it back to you when you land. Mm -hmm. Well, he didn't hear that. So his rolling luggage is the size of 
your normal luggage as you take on a plane to put in the overhead if it fits. <laughs> the size of one of the seats. So he's trying to, to get an overhead that don't work. So he picks it up and slides it underneath his seat because the people behind him are yelling at him, hey, you got to check that. But the line is a mile long down the middle of the plane, obviously. So he puts it underneath his seat and he has to put his feet on top of it. He's six five, about two fifty. So what that means is he sits down and then turns his legs into my leg room, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'll you know I'll just wait, whatever." So I'm like, "Okay, I sit and I kind of turn. I'm pretty cramped." Everybody gets loaded. I'm like, "Hey man, you can go ahead and take your luggage down there now to to get it checked." She's like, "No, I'm okay." I said, uh, "You're not. I'm not okay." So you you're not okay. You have a humongous bag underneath your feet and all of your your legs your knees and your feet are on my side and there's not a whole lot of room anyway right he's like no i'm good i said I, you're not did he have a mask on oh yeah good yeah good. and he's facetime with somebody of good. course the whole time i saw him in the terminal facetime as loud as he could be so he finally gets that off gets it back and then comes back and he sits down it. he took it back up I, I couldn't fly that way there's not a chance Mm-mm. i was going to cause a scene not a chance. However, as we get going, he decides he wants to sleep. And I have a picture of this too. We'll post it. His legs are wide open. Mm-hmm. And his right foot has now eased into my side of the seat. You know, in the middle of the seat, it's got that bar. So you know where your feet go. <laughs> it's on my it. side. And he's dead asleep. And he's broad shouldered. He don't scrunch up like he should against the thing. The entire flight. I lift up the handle on my the aisle side and I just turn and I'm awkwardly oh, yeah. facing right. the people next to me. You got That's one leg, com- yes. one leg under the, the arm thing. Only way I can get comfortable. Basically, nobody can get down the aisle. No, you're- no, not at all. It's just a I I don't I don't understand people. And he didn't have a language barrier. He had an accent, but not a language barrier. He heard that you need to check your bag. Not sure why he didn't. But then sat spread eagle. Broad shoulder, didn't scrunch up. Every airport, about 50, 100 different places in the airport, a million different places in the airport, yeah. there's a metal thing that says if your bag doesn't fit inside this, yeah. it needs to be checked. Now, now it listen, been close. That yeah. bag was a lot bigger than I'd want it to be, but I'm not, it would have probably fit in the bigger plane over here. And I know people bring bigger bags on there than that, that will fit in that thing and sure. they store them and that. Yeah, yeah. But, and I've probably done it once or twice too, but what about the people that put their backpack in their red? Put it underneath you, your feet. Yes. Give me a break, please. Oh, and or then one the guy, people that walk right onto the plane and the first thing they get to, they put their bag in there and uh, then they Oh, and what about so there's one guy, his, his luggage went up there, but the handle wouldn't go in, so he had to turn it sideways. So he takes up the whole bin. And then the the stewardess came by and was trying to push it in. It, it was broke. He was like, I had the handle won't go in. So knowing that, why even bring it with you? Buy some more luggage, for God's sake. Give me a break. Why? Because anyway. I can put it on the... I mean, no, oh, it'll gonna, fit up there. Right. But nobody else's stuff yeah. will. I've, it does broken, but I've used it before. Yeah, it's no big deal. Don't it'll, worry about it that. It won't go down. I can't check it because it won't come down the thing. It'll get stuck. So well, congratulations. You're having a baby. Yep. Super awesome. <laughs> um, Sansom on my side, number four. So there we're super pumped, man. Congratulations, Congratulations, baby. Amanda, I'm pumped and happy birthday. I love you very much.